0: Hour from now, first pitch between the Eagles and the Miami Hurricanes, who are ranked either second or third in the country, depending on which baseball poll that you look at. And, well, tough competition is not new for FGCU since they opened the year with three at Florida, which has been number one for just about every day of the college baseball season. Dave Tillette, the only baseball coach FGCU's ever had, is kind of enough to join us once again on the Hardys Hotline. Toe, how are you?
1: Good, thanks for having
0: me, guys. Well, it's our pleasure. All right. I got a I got a question. You know, we talk football and basketball a lot. And those are, you know, testosterone sports in a way. We're used to pregame speeches and guys getting psyched up. Baseball's a mental game to a large degree. Baseball's got a lot of downtime. How does a coach, a manager? How do you pump up baseball players because, I mean, do you do it the same way that a football coach and a basketball coach gives the big speech to, you know, get the guys up? I mean, how do you approach a big baseball game?
1: Well, uh, we do have – well, I do have a little football coaching. I mean, you know, I was there at Charlotte for a couple years, for about ten years. So, yeah, we still give a little bit of – Pre-game speech a little fire and brimstone sometimes i mean but yesterday's message was about uh, each of these games like we can go back it just popped up yesterday four years ago today we went to florida state and beat florida state when they were number two in the country and last year every one of my young pitchers has had a coming out game as long as i can remember my career here is I, i i mean last year was jordan desquin who went over there to miami and i it was just unbelievable. We beat him five to one. And four years ago was Harrison Cooney who ended up going in the seventh round. And and Chris Sale had a coming out party against the first round uh, pitcher when he was a sophomore. So I, it, it is. I think Mario Leone, who's the area kid from Gulf Coast High School, um, that hey tonight could be that night for him. But every stud pitcher we've ever had here has had a coming out party against someone very very good.
2: How different is it for a pitcher? I mean, I know you got to play road games, but just the fact that you typically play in your size of a venue, playing at Hammond, is that any tougher for the pitcher, at least in the first inning? Uh,
1: no, I don't think so. I think it's actually good. I mean, our park and Hammond are very similar. So, I mean, I, I think you can get away with a little bit more stuff at Hammond or Swanson than you can, uh, say, at the University of Miami.
0: You know, we joked earlier that you haven't won a game at Hammond, but we also said, well, you only play Florida, Florida State, and Miami at Hammond. But it's one thing not to win against top five teams in the country. It's another thing, though, to not play your best. Are you concerned at all about, you know, playing in front of three, 4,000 people tonight and your guys just playing their game?
1: No, I, I, I mean, our concerns are elsewhere. I mean, you know, with losing Rivera and All-American... Uh, two weeks ago is really uh, made a damper in our lineup and, and losing Josh Dye with a bone spur in his elbow, uh, it would sort of be like the Red Sox losing David Price and Big Poppy in the same week. So uh, those are my concerns of trying to figure out how to uh, replace those two. I don't think you can replace them. We're just going to try to put some bandages on and, and hopefully some guys in the bottom of the lineup will uh, step up there.
2: When you do that, when you have to make replacements that you know are not what you were, what you've taken out of the lineup, do you hunch it? I mean, when you got two guys that are close to that, do you hunch it? Is it every other game? Is it a look in the kids' eyes, particularly for this Miami game? Is there is there any way that that you know, or, or how do you how do you gauge who's next?
1: Um, we have tried a lot of different things since Rivera went out two weeks ago, and and, and tonight we got a little hunch. We're going to try it. We're going to try to put some speed. Uh, uh, Jay Hayes at the top of the lineup in, in the two hole, which he hasn't done, just to see if we can get him on the bases and uh, and, and let him run a little bit. But uh, one thing I've learned about in this, when you come out of the fall and you enter the spring, and you think your depth is good. Depth's only good to it has to play, and, and there's a reason they're depth, you know? And so, uh, but we're just trying to figure our way and trying to find some guys to get in there and uh, replace those guys.
0: The Eagles got off to a rough stretch at the start of the year, but that was largely schedule-induced, playing three against Florida, couple against USF, road game at Miami, three against Illinois. Uh, we had Coach to let on before the start of the year, and he said, yeah, those first eight, we could play pretty good baseball and go two and six, and and that's what they did. And then the Eagles got it going, and the bats were going, and as Coach Toe mentioned, uh, Nick Rivera's injury, now a four-game skid, heading into Miami tonight, little less than an hour. We'll have the game for you here on 99.3 ESPN. You had said when we talked before the Florida series at the beginning of the year, you thought this was the time of the year you were going to get some of your arms back, though, okay, as your pitching gotten healthy.
1: Uh, no, it's actually gotten a little bit worse. I mean, we have uh, we just got Lang back last weekend. Uh, we got Townsend back. But the uh, blow to Josh Dye, I mean, Josh Dye was one of those guys that uh, he was probably our next uh, big-time arm that we have here. And, and and he'll be back next year, but, uh, I mean, we waited and waited, and and finally, uh, after six MRIs, they said it was a bone spur, and if it was a bone spur in October, then we could have had it taken out. So, I mean, we're a little behind the eight ball with that, um, but we do have laying back. If we can get through, I think if we can get through the first four innings and be in it in, in the fifth, we're going to – we're going to gamble a little bit we're going to throw some weekend arms, uh, and we're going to throw their bullpens uh, during the game tonight to try to keep us in this thing.
0: And after tonight, the Eagles play seven in a row at Swanson Stadium, uh, mostly conference games, Stetson and njit so if you haven't seen fgcu and by chance you don't catch them tonight you'll have your chance over the next couple weeks very quickly you've already played miami this year and you played florida three times right now they're ranked one and two in the country uh any real difference between the two or or would it shock you if uh if both these teams made it to omaha
1: I think both of them have a good shot at making it to Omaha. Um, they're a little different. Uh, Florida's a little bit better on the mound than Miami. My, I think Miami's better offensively than Florida. So, I mean, uh, but, boy, both of them are really good. I mean, Miami's its a special club, and so's Florida.
2: All right, so I, I asked this of David. I should have just waited till we had you on. I'm curious as to why the Red Sox open their year, and they play B.C. and Northeastern. I get it, two Boston schools. What, what has to happen for the Twins to start hosting FGCU in their first spring training game? Because it makes too much sense to someone like me, but I'm not that smart. So why hasn't this happened and when will it happen?
1: Well, you know, I, I do think that's going to happen. I mean, there are talks, uh, as we're speaking I mean they've been talking here for the last a month and a half but again that's above my pay grade you know we'd love to do it I think the twins would love to do it but it's a matter of getting that date because I mean we schedule a year or two out you know and so I mean we're just scheduling trying to get our RPI up so it it's very tough with scheduling with them and when they want to play and and when they can fit it in. But, uh, no, I think it's going to happen. I think it would be great for the community, and and we look forward to that. And I think they do, too. They're great people there. I tell you what, the Twins have been great friends to FTCU baseball.
0: The Eagles, after tonight, get into a Sun play in a big way, and obviously that is their ticket to the postseason, but the Eagles and the second rank Miami Hurricanes, 630 first pitch, Hammond Stadium, $7 tickets. You can get a beer and a brat, and we'll have the game for you here on 99.3 ESPN. All right, Toe,
1: good luck. All right, Dave. Dave
0: Thank Tillette, you guys, Thanks. Trying to get that elusive wind at Hammond Stadium.